I have absolutely no doubt that we can get ready. Well, one of the areas highlighted in the report was access to medicines. So is the industry concerned. Well, Aileen Bryson from the Royal Pharmaceutical Society in Scotland joins me now. Good evening. Good evening. Are you? Uh, we don't represent the industry as such. We represent pharmacists practicing across the country. And uh, our main concern is that patients get their medicines when they require. Uh, pharmacists already deal with medicines shortages on a, a daily basis. Uh, and they manage them uh, as, as best they can. That has become part of normal practice, unfortunately. Uh, our position has always been that a no deal would be the worst possible scenario um, because that could put additional pressure on the supply chain. And I think it, it would give us too many unknowns. Yeah, I mean, what is your assessment at the moment of where a no deal would leave the supply chain? We can't actually assess that, and I think that's in line with many other organisations. That's where the concerns about a no deal would be, because it does give us more unknowns. We know that uh, there are contingency plans in place. Uh, the government has uh, have asked manufacturers to stockpile, and they have um, additional freight capacity, and are looking at all these measures, and that's very welcome. But nobody's going to know exactly how that's going to work in practice uh, until it, it works. So obviously, having a no deal and no plan um, makes that much more difficult. Does a lot of our medicine come from Europe? Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Um, some things come exclusively from Europe, and yes, um, they, they, there are quite a lot of medicines. Uh, Dover Cali, I think, is, the, is one of the main routes to come in. So what sort of thing could we be talking about? I mean, I've been hearing that insulin, uh, for example, is one such thing. Yes, insulin is, and insulin needs to be refrigerated, uh, so that has special conditions with it. So obviously, um, any medicines where... Uh, there's the special conditions um, along the supply chain we have more concerns about. Uh, insulin uh, is one of the ones where we are concerned because that is imported and um, we don't want people to panic or get unduly concerned. We want people to take their medicines as they've been prescribed um, and to go on with their normal routines so that we don't create unnecessary shortages. Is there anything that your members could do to try to mitigate all of this or are you really reliant on the kind of bigger suppliers? Um, our members are individual pharmacists, I say, in community and hospital and across other sectors. Um, and they will be having conversations with their patients because, as I said before, medicine shortages are actually completely independent of Brexit, something that they deal with on a daily basis and try very hard uh, to source medicines for their patients all the time. So those conversations will be ongoing um, to help reassure patients uh, as to how to, to handle things. So if anybody has any concerns, I would suggest that they have a conversation with their pharmacist. The supply chain is complex, um, and anything that we, uh, we can do to mitigate that and make sure that people don't panic and just take the medicines as prescribed uh, would be much better. And people individually, what, should not stockpile then? Absolutely not, because that could create shortages, artificial shortages, where we don't actually have a shortage. And it might not seem very much if you were to um, stockpile an extra packet of something. If everybody did that, that would create a shortage, which we do not need to have. So we don't want people to be um, actually panicking in any, in any way. We want to go on with routine, let pharmacists manage this as, as best we can. As I say, we're used to doing this and we will continue to do this. People will be worried, though, obviously, won't they, particularly because even without Brexit, we've, got, we've had issues with HRT, for example. We have, indeed. That's one of the ones. And the medicine shortages change on a weekly and a monthly basis. Uh, and we, we have uh, tools in place to get as much information from manufacturers right across the piece as to why it's a shortage, how long the shortage is going to last, what the reason for the shortage is, and then to see whether we can substitute 
or have an alternative for somebody. And so all those things are, as I say, part of normal daily business. So people shouldn't be unduly concerned about that uh, at the moment. Okay, Aileen, thanks very much indeed. That's Aileen Bryson from the Royal Pharmaceutical Society. Now there's renewed controversy this evening.